that. And boy, that's the kind of programming we've got today. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for playing that. I can see Brian up in Philadelphia right now making his move. Well, we are here at the Go Green Expo in New York City. And for those of you that are listening from the East Coast, uh, make sure that you check it out. Go to gogreenexpo.com. It's going to be at the it is at the Hilton on Avenue of the Americas in Manhattan, the largest uh, expo of its kind in New York's history. We're thrilled to be here, thrilled to be part of the programming and doing good things. And so I got to I, I have to tell you, I wish growing up I had someone like Dr. Janet Ruth Heller, who I knew was out there looking out for us kids that were bullied. Now, many of you are thinking, wait a minute, this is Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat show. I can't ever imagine her being bullied. But let me give you the deal. Imagine being this 10, 11, 12-year-old that was studying the viola. Now, imagine walking uh, down the street with your viola every day. You know, and I, most people would have known me as kind of nerdy. And, and, and you know, we're, we're in this place in New York City is where I grew up. And I was sharing during the break that uh, on my four, around my 14th, right before my 14th ber- birthday, both my sister and myself were, as we would call it, jumped by a local gang and who knows why that is but bullying has taken on a new face these days it's taken on many faces and so who is the spokesperson for people out there right now that are wondering about what we do has it gone too far what can we do to stop it? Well, Dr. Janet Ruth Heller is joining us here today. Love to introduce you to How the Moon Regained Her Shape, helping children deal with bullies. We are giving three copies of that away. You know the toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. But more importantly, if this is something that's happening in your family, give Benny your question. But if you'd love a copy of this book, give us a call. Dr. Heller, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for inviting me. You know, I just gave an example of what it was like, you know, in the day when I was growing up in New York. And, you know, there were different things that, you know, went on. But I think this whole language, you know, this this whole thing about bullying has really taken on a new face. And I wanted to hear from you what that new face might be, if in fact there is one. And, you know, how you come to look at this issue, a serious one in our culture. Well, I think it's always been a problem. I think our society has become more aware of it as we're trying to become a more multicultural society and to accept everyone. A lot of bullying has to do with differences. People are bullied because they look different from other people. They dress differently. They're taller. They're shorter. They're not good at baseball. You know, what are they wear glasses. Whatever people choose to uh, pick on, and I think we've become aware of how destructive this is. When I was growing up, it was considered part of what made you strong, and it was considered normal to be bullied. I don't think we see this anymore as something that builds character. I think we see this as something that tears people down, that lowers their self-esteem. And one fairly new thing that didn't go on when I was a kid because people didn't have computers then was that it's very easy to email out uh, false or confidential information about people 
or to post it on the Internet. And so at least when I was growing up, um, maybe everybody in the class knew something about you. But now, um, you know, thousands or millions of people can know something uh, in a couple minutes. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, this has really gone to a level beyond anything we could even imagine. And, and you know, beyond uh, what we see in the pop culture and on television. And I wanted to ask you about the book because the book, uh, it, first of all, uh, the book is very different than I thought it was going to be. And it is really just a beautiful, beautiful book filled with so much energy. And I wanted to ask you about how this book, this book of Native American folktales, how this can help us understand uh, the dynamics that's going on with being bullied, but more importantly, what we can do about it. Um, I was bullied as a kid. and You too, huh? Part of my problem with being bullied as a kid was I took what the bully said very seriously mm -hmm. and didn't tell people about it. So the point of my book in, in my book, the sun bullies the moon, and the moon is so upset that she shrinks, which is how I felt when I was being bullied. I felt like I was a terrible person, that there was nothing good about me, and the moon's friends tell her how important she is to them, and she regains her self-esteem, and part of what I'm trying to say to kids is, first of all, tell people if you've been bullied, because they can help you, and the second thing is, don't take out of proportion what the bully says versus what your friends and family and, and people who care about you are saying to you. Maybe one or two people don't like you, but a lot of people in the world do, so you don't have to take too seriously what those few people who dislike you say. So, you know, how, how do we look at, and especially today, let's talk about this, because you touched on something that's very, very important to me as well. You touched on something. Today, there, are, there is so much room for commenting and putting other kids down, you know, and bullying, taking both a physical and a verbal um, uh, you know, stress level on people. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because, I, you know, we were talking about how things have changed. But right now, there is sort of the standard, you know, you have to have the right shoes and you have to have the right outfit and you have to have the right this and the right that. And if you don't, you're categorized and put in one group or another. How does this new level of what I, what I see, what I call cultural segregation, how does this either feed into bullying and the notion of it, and what do we do about it? Well, it's interesting because uh, I was talking to a young African-American college student recently uh, where I teach at Western Michigan University, and she told me, I was talking to her about my book, and she told me that when she was a kid, her family was very poor, and she got bullied because she wasn't wearing fancy clothes. You know, she'd say, not the right jeans or not the right shirts or not the right accessories because her family couldn't afford it. And she got tired of being bullied, and after a while she started bullying people herself to sort of get even. And now she's grown out of that, but she said it was a horrible phase of her life that, um, that she was being bullied for something that was totally beyond her control. And, and that's part of the issue. You know, people are getting bullied because of their skin color or because their family is poor or because their genes make them grow in a particular direction or, or they don't grow in a particular direction. And this is what's so cruel 
uh, you know, if a person wears glasses and gets bullied for that, what's that person supposed to do? Be you know, go around not being able to see where he's right. going. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this has gone on for quite some time. I remember when I was in high school, uh, a young woman who happened to be white but was from a, a poor family was was also bullied and shunned because she she didn't have very many clothes. Yeah, so, you know, let's talk about this today because not only does your book address this, but you also provide solutions. And I wanted to ask you, how did you, how did you arrive, first of all, at writing a book about the moon and the sun, and, and, and how did this idea come to you? I've been reading a lot of Native American folk tales. I was doing research on a writer who's part Native American, and I wanted to understand her poetry better. So I started to read as much about Native American ceremonies and rituals and legends as I could. And a lot of them have to do with natural elements. And one of the things I like about Native American culture is that there's no boundary in many of these legends and in the culture between the human world and the world of nature. And that's sort of the way I've always felt. I'm not Native American myself, but I've always felt very close to nature and I was always upset when I was a little girl if a robin would fly away when I came near because I wasn't going to hurt it. I wanted to talk to it, you know. So um, it seemed natural after reading all these legends to write my own in the style of a Native American tale about bullying. And I'd been bullied uh, between the time I was um, five years old and nine years old at this uh, one school system. And my family moved to a different school system where the bullying wasn't as bad, which was good but um, I had never forgotten about it and it was sort of an unhealed wound and writing this story and sharing it with other people and doing research about bullying has to a certain degree helped to heal this old wound well I mean this is this is part of the this incredible conversation. Dr. Janet Heller joining us here today when we come back we're going to be looking at the 10 tips for dealing with bullies and yeah and is there any kind of age differentiation? I mean, can you be bullied at age 15? Can you be bullied at age 28? I can't wait to talk with her about this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. We've got copies of the book to give away. A 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And coming up in the next hour, Dr. Matt James will be giving away a seat at his upcoming seminar. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. We'll be right back with the show. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to SugarFreeMiracle.com, that's SugarFreeMiracle.com, and get started today. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. 
Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. Are you suffering from chronic pain and fatigue? Are you tired of taking medications? There are solutions that are completely natural and effective. The key is to identify the root of the problem and allow your body, mind, and spirit to do the healing. At Holistique Medical Center, Dr. Darvish and her staff do just that. Treat you as an individual. Find the root cause of your symptoms and stimulate your innate healing. Call Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or visit drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. From a place of special energy, the Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. This station is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Janet Heller joining us here today. And we have got copies of this. This book is beautiful. Actually, this is one of the most incredibly illustrated books that I think I've ever seen. Maybe it has to do with my relationship to the Native American culture and folk tales, etc. My work in the Coming of Age program. But truly, this is a book that can change the lives of so many young people. How the Moon Regained Her Shape, Helping Children Deal with Bullies. My guest today, Dr. Janet Heller. Benny, uh, we're giving away copies of the book. I think we may have a couple left. 1-800-930-2819. And we have a caller, don't we? We do. Let's go off to the phone lines. I can conference her in. It's going to be Athena from Seattle. Hi, Athena. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, Dr. Pat. And hi, Dr. Is it Keller? Keller. Heller. Hi, Athena. Keller. Hi. Um, I love this topic. Um, having a, uh, a nightmarish childhood where I was bullied and then I had abusive parents to boot. So I had wow. nowhere to turn to for, and it's taken me an entire lifetime to, to build my self-esteem. And I've, it's still, I think, you know, I still have um, triggers, but I've o overcome a great deal. 
And I'm I'm working on what's what's called the inner child modality, my inner child, and so I'm I'm feeling like this this book will help me to further my healing process. W- would you not agree? Yeah, I I have been through something similar. When I told my mom about the bullying, she said sticks and stones can break my bones, but names can never hurt me, and that didn't help me at all because the names I was being called were hurting me very deeply. And I needed advice, and that's basically one of my first tips to to parents and families is to keep lines of communication open with children and and not to diss them if they say they're being bullied, to to offer them advice. And in some cases, they may even have to intervene, especially if the bullying is physical and or persistent. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully that'll work out for you. So, Athena, I mean, I love what you're talking about because one of the things that I feel that we don't address in our society is verbal abuse. Um, I, I know that we're getting this heightened awareness of, um, of, of physical abuse, but the whole idea of verbal abuse, I hope that we're going to start to pay attention to the psychological damage that happens. So thank you so much for calling in. Um, and, in, in you know, Dr. Heller, let's talk about this for a minute because I said that there were going to be 10 tips for dealing with bullies, and I think it's important for us to do that. Now let me ask you this question before we start. Is there an age sort of break where these tips do or don't work? Well, the tips are basically designed for parents with children, but it would okay. also apply you know, the basic principles would still apply to adults. Don't tell okay. the secret, expose the bully, um, you know, uh, tell your friends, uh, have your friends back you up. Um, if the bullying is physical, you might consider taking a course in self-defense. All, all those things, I think, still apply to adults and to teenagers. So what's the first thing, if there is a first thing, that that, that first of all, Kids don't always come to the parents and say, I'm being picked on. But are there things that we could pick uh, pick up and notice? I mean, is this something that we should be asking our kids about? I think it's important to notice if kids are acting differently from normal. My okay. mom, for example, noticed that I was coming home from school crying, and she knew I loved school. So she knew I was not crying because I hated school. Um. And so, you know, she asked me what was wrong, and, and I told her, every kid is going to manifest symptoms a different way, but I think if parents know their children well enough, they can notice differences. The main thing is, I would say, talk to your kids every day about what goes on at school or what goes on in their sports team or what goes on in their church group or what goes on in whatever uh, activities they're involved in, and, and be trustworthy with them. Um, and, and don't diss them if they tell you that they're having a problem with something. A lot of kids like me needed advice. I, I, the bullying started when I was five years old, and I was clueless how to stop it. Absolutely clueless. And you know, it used to be that there would be a certain know. kid that would get hit with the bullying. You either looked a certain way. Now it's so random. You know, now it, it has less to do with, uh, you know, certainly how you look. I mean, now... 
kids that look like I looked when I was a kid, it's really fashionable. Now they call them nerds. They call you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, there's a, as a matter of fact, there's a hit television show about it. But, you know, here we are with something that could get out of hand. Let's talk about this a minute because, I, for me, I wanted to see how you address this. Some of the, some of the, some of the children that have been, um, you know, pointed to in terms of severe violence, I mean, in schools these days, some of the, the conversation is that these kids, uh, they were reacting to uh, a culture uh, that bullied them, that picked on them, that told them they were not good enough. Now, my question to you is, is it that kind of bullying that could actually hit a trigger in someone that would actually turn them violent? I, I think the violence is a complication of bullying. Um, boys and men are more likely to do physical bullying than are girls, so it's not unknown among girls. Okay. I think some of the individuals who bully, especially the persistent ones, statistics show that about a third of them will grow up to uh, manifest criminal behavior as young adults. Um, so there, there's sort of an antisocial personality problem in some of these kids, and many of them, I think, need psychological assistance. Yes, they need a good therapist. Yes. Um, and I think some bullied children, you know, kids who've been victims of these bullies, um, especially uh, ones like Athena and me, whose self-esteem uh, was lowered for years because of the bullying, could also use some counseling. Someone to tell them that just because this bully says this about you doesn't make it true. Yeah. And, you know, this is part of the big conversation. I wanted to ask you, given that you've done the book you've done, and I've got to say, it is just an incredible book. I'm so glad you like it. Uh, it. It's As a matter of fact, I've recommended it for the coming-of-age folks that, um, you know, that I'm part of an alumni group with. I mean, I think it's an incredible book. I wanted to ask you this question as we, as we kind of wrap up. You know, what kind of hope can we have? What did you hope that this conversation between the moon and the sun, what is your greatest wish uh, that, uh, you know, in terms of the impact that this book could have? Well, sort of exactly what we're doing now. Um, I've been very pleased that the book has won national awards and people are talking about it. And if it, if it saves any kids from the sort of uh, abuse mm -hmm. that I suffered as a kid and that Athena suffered as a kid, I'll be pleased. Um, even if it just saves two kids, I've been going around to schools and bookstores and, um, and, and libraries and, and other organizations talking about my book. And uh, I, many schools these days are devoting more attention to bullying, having anti-bullying workshops. When I was being bullied, I didn't even know it was bullying. I didn't even know what to call it. Me either. And I think kids today at least have more awareness of it. And I think if schools and parents and scouting groups and church groups and any other uh, and sports groups and any other groups that work with kids become more sensitized to this and take steps to stop it because a lot of bullying is power tripping and if kids learn that they can get a lot of satisfaction from this power tripping they'll do it as adults and it can cause you know continual damage uh, I think kids need to learn that there are other ways to express anger or frustration or their own low self-esteem 
Uh, and I think if, if that training starts early, they're more likely to have a happy and productive adulthood. Well, thank you, Dr. Janet Heller, joining us here today. An incredible book, How the Moon Regained Her Shape. Uh, the website that you could go to is, why don't you go right to the Dr. Pat Show website. You'll see the link on there. It'll take you right to the page. Um, the book you pretty much can get anyway. Thank you, Dr. Janet, for joining us today. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, don't touch that dial. When we come up, we're going to be exploring happiness both within and out. We've got two incredible guests, lots of things to give away, a seat at Matt James, upcoming event, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, my knees.